as our adventurers set off to the port city of Valorn in the country of Etrun, they encountered and murdered a trio of goblins. What will Brimley the Gnome, Korath the Goliath, Lothamar the Elf, and Windar the Dragonborn do next? Grab your antiseptic gauze, because this is going to hurt. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, so you did it. So, um, goblins totally dead. Uh, the first one is a puddle on the floor because of the hammer. The second one are literally <laughs> picture frames on the wall, um, having been, yeah, you know. And, yeah, so, uh, I guess, what would, you, what would you do after you just murder a few goblins I, on the deck of a ship? I, I keep forgetting that second-hand man's name was his name again. Gallandan. Yeah, Gallandan. I'm going to turn to Gallandan and say, uh, any more barrels to be taken care of today? Uh, so you look at Gallandan, and he had his shield actually on his arm when he, like, must have seen the goblins. He, like, got ready for battle. And you can actually see him. He's got this, like, little smirk on his face. The fact that you just annihilated those goblins, like, before they could do anything. He's pretty impressed. The sailors are all, like, looking at you guys like, who are these people? Because <laughs> they literally... These are, these are sailors who are on a boat all day, and they just watch somebody explode, essentially. <laughs> two other people. And literally thunder erupting out of somebody, and... You saw what happened, so they're all pretty thunderstruck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of quality content you can expect. This, this is gonna, this hurt. Is gonna <laughs> hurt. So I'm going home after that. <laughs> uh, was the old man watching that whole uh, combat sequence? The old man was absolutely watching that whole combat sequence. Did, did he do anything besides stand there and watch? Was he like getting ready to do anything? So the old man, if you are looking at him, uh, like, you know, I described before he's, you know, wearing all these like kind of tattered, not really tattered, just worn robes. He's got a long uh, white beard. Doesn't seem to have too much hair on top of his head, but he's got a lot of he, he keeps a lot of his hair in the face. I don't know anybody like that who doesn't have a lot of hair on top of his head, but has a lot of hair on his face. But if you did know somebody like that, it would be like this old man. He played <laughs> one. serious beef happening right now. <laughs> we can edit that part Is out. Is his name want. Deckard Kane? <laughs> this old man. That's a reference. Played one. Stop it. Played I don't get it. Um, yeah, no, he's 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 actually stroking his beard. He's actually stroking his beard. He, he's he's intrigued um, by the carnage. Very <laughs> strange dude, but um, yeah. So so pretty much, uh, you know, the day goes back to normal. So what would you what would you do on your ship? Going back to normal after you just murdered a bunch of goblins. Um, I want to talk to the captain. All right. Korat's going to walk up to the captain and be like, do you have any idea why these goblins would be hiding out in these barrels? Oh, yeah. Uh, mostly, most of the time, uh, stowaways and things like that. Uh, we, get to, we get to shore sometimes and, and, and they, they pop out and they go on their merry way. But sometimes you get the occasional violent goblin or thing like that. But, you know. That's about it. Happens sometimes. You, uh, every every six or seven weeks or so. You don't think you want to check out your boat first? <laughs> oh, we're, we're pretty careful, but you, you never know. Like, you know, people people sneak on and things like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. They said they were going to slit our throats in the night. Oh, they were probably just goofing, but you murdered them right and good, so it's all right. 
I can't do anything funny to us now. Overhearing the conversation. I'm not sure what accent I'm going for with Tintoscom, <laughs> by the way. Got him good and squishy. It started off as just like high, and then it sort of slipped into like a little Irishy. <laughs> You're Irish. He's Irish. Is he Irish? Yeah. Irish? He's yeah. Irish now. All right. Um, overhearing the conversation, Windar walks over and says, by the way, have you, you guys, like, introduced yourselves to each other? So. Actually, no, no we not, haven't. We're still yet. strangers. Yep. All right, you just, you just, like, leapt into action, murdered a bunch of goblins. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, we do we all know? We've kind of been ignoring each other so far in this boat. Do, but do we all know that we're bodyguards? Like, you, we're, we're all aware that... Met, like, at the harbor when you were boarding the ship. Okay. Was there an um, orientation? There was a, like a brief orientation where Gal and Dan introduced you to the captain quickly, okay. showed you the different parts of the boat. That was pretty much it. Okay. Told you to make yourself comfy. Told you things don't usually happen. So, you know. Fair enough. So, what are you going to say? Just um, boat things. <laughs> boat, 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 boat. But Wendell um, goes over to everybody and says, You really going to downplay the fact that they were going to slit our throats in our sleep? Are you really that that comfortable with that? Um, and so Galandan kind of steps in and says, "Yeah, so our, our captain does have kind of a um, how do I say this? A childish way of looking at the world at times." But I assure you, this is why I hire four guards on our ships uh, because things like this do happen. And I apologize that you need to step up into into actions so quickly upon boarding our vessel. I mean, it's no big deal, but just the. Just that was kind of bothering me. It's okay now. But as, long, as long as I understand, it's okay. Just, just, just. I'm glad you're keeping an eye on him. Um, you do a out, great job. Out of, out of editing. Who are you being? Are you being? Guy. What? Are you no, being Muscle no, Man? No. He's not <laughs> like regular that. show. That's what I meant. That's all right. All right. I thought you were trying to be Zoolander, honestly. Right. No. No, it's Muscle Man. Muscle man. Because, because I. If he's supposed to no, have I love it. I love it. It's cool. Don't okay. change it at all. I love yeah, it. I just, I just, I just want to make sure for my, my own <laughs> suspicions. Because it, it would have been either another Batman voice. I'm like, we did that though with, um, <laughs> with just Dwayne. another Batman, and I, I didn't want to do that. So I mean, for his character, no, just Muscle it. Man. Don't change it at all. I love it. Thank you. Um, Thanks, bro. Yeah. So, so you know, this this all happened. This all happened about in the afternoon, and so. Uh, one of the sailors brings out like a pot with, you know, rice and beans and, you know, kind of. Oh, so there is rice. There is rice. Oh, we didn't knock it all over. Okay, cool. Yeah, it was, it was a little fishy, but, you know, well, not the rice. The rice isn't fishy. It could be sushi. It tastes just like rice. <laughs> oh, no, I let something slip. The fish poison in the rice. Oh, no. Um. <laughs> Korath is gonna go up to some of the people that he just that just helped destroy those uh, trespassers. He's gonna he's gonna be like, Elf, we've been on this boat for a while and we've never said hello, and you just uh, stepped up good and proper. That is what I do. I'm a soldier. Uh, yeah. So the so so one of the sailors is kind of getting out lunch and 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 things like that, and yeah. So. Would you, <laughs> after murdering a bunch of goblins, would you sit together? Would you still kind of um, so give each other some space? Talk Brimley, to me. Brimley's going to go like huddle in a corner somewhere because he is freaked out by, um, you know, the puddle of goblin sure. on the deck. 
So if somebody's cleaning it up, one of the, yeah, one of the no, sailors, he's still like there's the gore, mopping it up, literally just dumping it um, overboard. He's going to head to the back of the boat where the old guy is and not really talk to him, but just stand in his general vicinity while he like does like deep breathing exercises to like get over the, uh, the shock and the trauma. Okay. I really thought this was going to be an easy voyage. He was sure. wrong. <laughs> Can you describe for me what is like Brimley? How old is Brimley? What does Brimley look like? Um, Brimley is is in his eighties, um, which for a gnome isn't that old. Isn't too old. Yeah, no. Um, he's a little guy. He's got a long beard. Um, it's kind of orangish, orange, reddish. Some burnt, burnt orange. Burnt orange is a good color for it. All right. Um, he's got on his cloak and his hat. And he's got a little ball in his hand all the time. Groovy. Yeah. All right. So he's kind of just hanging out, getting some air because mm-hmm. of the thing yeah, that happened. He's not handling it very well. All right. Groovy. Uh, yeah. So as the as the chef or whoever, you know, one of these sailors who knows a little bit of how to cook is kind of giving out portions. You see this old man kind of come down from the upper deck and he he grabs a portion and I guess the three of you, so that'd be Korath, I'm trying to remember your names, Lorthamar and Windar, um, you see him walk over to Brimley and uh, just kind of like tap him on the shoulder. Um, if he doesn't see you, I don't know, he, yeah. he's kind of approaching and he just kind of like nudges you to come. And then so would you follow him or, you um, know. Brimley's going to hold up his hand real quick because the um, sea air kind of hit him in a weird way and he's remembering what just happened. He's going to run over to the edge of the ship and just hurl over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> really, this is the first time he's seen anything like that, so his nerves are oh shot. Boy. Oh boy, you hear the the old man say. <laughs> <laughs> so after after he's cleaned himself up, he kind of heads over, but he's still feeling a little queasy. Uh, are you are you quite quite finished, my my little friend? Uh, I don't think I got anything left. <laughs> yeah, right. come come this way, and so and he then he walks from you over to like the next closest person. So he'll walk over to Korath and just kind of like. Tell you to come. Korath follows. And then he walks over to Windar <laughs> and he says, you know, he just oceans to come. And then he, he gets to and then he gets to Lorthamar. And once he gets to Lorthamar, he just kind of like sits down on the floor of the deck right next to you and just kind of motions for y'all to sit. Okay. Um oh, okay. This is um nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um at this point, uh yes, everybody said I'm kinda gonna we're, I'm, I'm assuming we're sitting by the mast. Kind of guess where I'm standing right now. Yeah, sure. Sitting near the sitting um, near the mast. So I'm not going to be sitting. I'm actually going to be leaning against the mast. All right. Standing. Acting real cool. All cool, like uh, aloof. No, no, I'm not aloof. I'm paying attention. Uh, <laughs> um, Brimley's going to look over at the Goliath, whose name I forgot. Korath. Korath. Thank you. He's going to look at Korath and go, "Man, you're big." <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you're tiny. <laughs> That's fair, man. And now they're best friends. <laughs> we just become best friends. <laughs> yep. And they try to high five, but like, they kind of like, I can't get low enough and you can't get high enough, so I end really up just smacking the old man in the face. <laughs> One's a giant. One's a shrimp. out of the way. The old man dodges nimbly out of the way. I'm going to take Dan out of here for just a second. Look how cool Gallandan is. He hasn't used this helmet yet. But when he does, it's going to be real exciting. Okay. He looks like a, looks like a deer. <laughs> He's an elf, man. Not an elf, man. He's an elf, and I'm calling you man. Elf, comma, you got man. It? Yeah. You got it. I, got okay. you. I believe in the Oxford comma. Cool. Even though that wasn't applied there. 
It's okay. <laughs> I did. I found that I'm not allowed to use it anymore. What? Yeah, Who's... AP style. You can't use the Oxford comma. Wait, AP style? Yeah. Well, who cares? College board, shut up. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, like journalism, like oh, newspapers. What? Writing. Yeah. Who? Okay. Associated Press, man. That sounds so stupid, though. It does sound stupid, right? It's the Oxford comma. It sounds so fancy. You gotta use it. Listeners, we're gonna have a poll. Do you believe in the Oxford comma? <laughs> Yes or no? Hashtag comma win. Hashtag comma lose. (laughs) (laughs) All begins. (laughs) Polls are open now. That's going to be on our Twitter. What is our, what's our Twitter handle, Steve? Um, It's going to be at gonna hurt DND. Which is also how you can find our Instagram. Yes. To follow all of our nerdy DND pics. Yep. Yep. So do that. I just followed us now. Let's wait another two minutes before the picture (laughs) is taken. Yeah. So, so the old man... He pulls you up, and he goes, No, that was very uh, fancy fighting. You, you handled those, those little goblins like they're nothing. I've never seen such a big brute hit something so tiny with a big hammer. <laughs> it's it's, it's kind of what I do. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Uh, so why, why are the four of you traveling to a, a troon? Why, why are you going to this nation? I'll go around the circle. Yeah, go around the circle. Um, well, if it's okay for you to tell, you you are allowed to have secrets. By the way, I, I mean honestly, I'm just you might edit that part out. To be to be to be completely honest, I'm just just trying to travel and absorb the history of everywhere. You know, because as 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 a musician, it's just nice to know. The, the history of the land, and I can just write things appropriately. Ah, uh, you're a musician? Yes, I saw you. I saw your viola. Oh, it, was, it was intriguing. I've, I haven't seen a viola in a very long time. I once knew a woman named Viola. That's a different story. It's okay. Uh, what about you? A large one with the hammer. What, what did you say your name again? What, uh, what was your name again? My name is uh, Korath. Korath. Mm. Yes. Um, I'm, a, I'm, an, I'm a member of the... Uh, Brother of the Timeless. Oh. Yes. Do you make watches? No. We don't. Listeners, watches don't exist in our Dungeons and Dragons world. Timepieces? Hourglasses? <laughs> sundials? A sundial. Sundial. You make sundials? Whoa, man. No. You need to, like, calm down. Just, just a little bit. <laughs> I, I can't lie, bro. I'm, uh, it's part of my order. I'm required to travel to protect the, uh, the world in which I work. Ah, That's pretty vague. It's, 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 it is pretty vague, man. <laughs> man. <laughs> I, li- I, like, I like the big guy. Just, just, just little man, you're... you're and you, 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 you're, you're neurotic. The, the little yippy one. <laughs> oh, I edit that out. <laughs> you and... I really did. I was picturing your character much more like chill and mellow, and he's like this like little Rottweiler. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, my my little friend? What was your name? Um, my my full name, my first name, my last name, my just, middle name, my other middle name. Just give me one. Just okay, Brimley. <laughs> Brimley, do you know a Gimli? <laughs> kind of a you got him a uh, dwarf with a big beard and has an axe. I don't know. I don't really know dwarves. I'm a I'm a gnome. We're different. What's that about, man? Oh, the captain's meant, a halfling. I meant, I meant the same team. I meant no offense, little master. I meant no offense. 
Um, uh, move, moving, moving on, moving on. Uh, you, uh, the elf. <laughs> you are an elf, right? I don't, I don't mean to offend anyone. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you could say that. I could say that you're an elf. He did say that. Would you say that? <laughs> he, <laughs> because I don't know what to make your character. This dude does not know what to make your character. <laughs> um, uh, um, Lord Thrawn is going to stand there silently until the gnome shuts up. Um, the old man is going to stare at you, waiting for a response until you speak. So he's just like thinking you're broody. Brooding? Brooding. 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 So, um... So I think at this point, the gnome is finally uh, stopped talking. I'm going to hope anyways. Are you saying this in character? Huh? Because that'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I think out loud. Now the gnome is shut up. I'm going to talk now. <laughs> Do you speak um, in the first, third person? Like, you know, Lothron looks at you deeply. And, no, uh, so. What <laughs> <laughs> so, Lothamar? It is. Oh, we got his knee. I switched it. Uh, so, anyways, um, so again, I'm kind of, I'm kind of like keeping myself for the most part. So when he asks me the question, I'm going to be like, I have my reasons. Oh, the, the secretive type. Oh, that's fun. That's very fun. No. Uh, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm currently traveling to a true there. Have you, have you heard of what's been going on there? Anybody? No. I guess you could roll for me a. Knowledge, oh, have wisdom. Have history. We'll call it. We'll call it history. It'd be more like geography, but insight, history. Mm. I'll go with history. Uh, there is no geography. My, I yeah. have history. You know what? I have history checked off. Here. Yeah, roll for me a history. So if you have that history means... checked off, you add Yo. that skill modifier your and your proficiency bonus to it. Ooh. Oh wait, I forgot to add on. What the butt? Nine. Nine. Ten. I'm you the... don't know nothing about what's going on in the world. That's okay. okay. It's kind of unfortunate. A... <laughs> <laughs> Considering I'm like trying to protect it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, I did religion. Okay. No, uh, 15. 15. 19. 19. Ooh, 10. Uh, nobody broke 20. All right. Um, yeah, so none of you really, uh, none of you know. Uh, anything that he's about to tell you. Uh, but this man, and he says, oh, my, uh, my name is uh, Grayson, by the way. Grayson, I'm traveling to Atrun. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised that you haven't heard of the great cataclysm that's been happening all across the nation. Uh, it's, it's been horrible. Uh, earthquakes. You know, there have only been six earthquakes in the history of Atrun, and they've all happened in the past two weeks. Uh, that can't be right, right? Right. It's kind of weird. Can't lie. Any any dragons? Um, I mean, Atrun has a, has its history of having some dragons that live there, but but I mean, they're, they're seen they've been seen quite frequently over the years, and and there's no reason to believe that they have anything connecting them to the, to these earthquakes. Doesn't it seem strange to you though that uh, uh, no earthquakes for centuries, millennia even, and then in two weeks you have all these earthquakes? I just it's 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 quite ponderous. I mean, what about a knowledge of nature check to like tell you like if I know things about earthquakes? Sure, you can really knowledge of nature. Yeah. It's a fifteen. So, do I know things about earthquakes? <laughs> I mean, you know things about earthquakes, but not enough to know why these earthquakes. just randomly you'd have earthquakes 
a lot. Earthquakes are pretty, pretty and big. frequently. Okay, you wouldn't know. Oh, can't, can't they, I, they do. I, they do come in groups usually. I forgot to mention I had an owl. <laughs> Steve wants to throw in something. All no, I'll, I'll throw it in when we get to land. Okay. Yeah. All of a sudden we hear a hoot. <laughs> How many earthquakes did I say have six. happened? Six. six. I'm just making sure. Six in the past. Counting. Six in the past two weeks. Oh uh, yeah, six six earthquakes in the past two weeks. It's it. So yeah, so I mean, oh, the city of Valor, a beautiful city where we're headed. Uh, but there's been all these earthquakes, and, and the walls are starting to fall down. The townspeople don't know what to do, and my idiot family members. Uh, these little things, they start happening, they start making all the wrong decisions, and then they, they throw away their life savings. It's just horrible, so I'm heading back. I haven't been home in over ten years. Can you believe that? It's been already a decade. Uh, how do they throw away their life savings? Ah, uh, they just spend money on, on this and that, and they just they just waste it on things, because... Like, like what? I, I don't specific. know. I haven't could been you, home in ten years, but I'm oh, sure that they're up to Could no you good. ignore the gnome and get on with it? Oh, you damn. Just, he just, oh. he just okay. stares at you. Like, oh, you're a very blunt, blunt fellow. Don't mind it. Hold on a minute. Excuse me. I, I may not be a huge, just body ruiner like you, but, um, you could respect the old man. All right. I'm sorry. Just, just, I, I, I don't, I don't like the, that. The old man is fine with me. It is the gnome I have a problem with. Either way. Just, just tune him out. I like sorry. his character. It's good. It's good just, stuff. just. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> was, that, was that the owl that we have? <laughs> 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 Yes, I'm also playing Steve's owl. <laughs> there was actually a sailor way in the back of the boat. Heard that burn. Shots fired! Oh, my One sailor jumps off the back of the boat. Oh, my Jumps off. That actually happens. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't, it doesn't happen. Rolling to hold. Uh, <laughs> I rolled a five, so I drop. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and so and so pretty much that he just you know he's just talking about earthquakes and he says oh you know there's there's many mountains in a troon and and there's been rock slides you know the villages and the cities that are all the bottom of mountains they don't know what to do they're building up trying to build bigger walls because rocks are coming down and then ah oh, in the plains there's the desert you know what's so funny about the desert in a troon that it's really hot there's a lot of sand. There's never been a desert in a troon. All of a sudden, the, the, the plants are starting to die and sand's coming out of nowhere. There's sound erupting from the ground. A desert starting to go right in the middle of the fields. Does that seem remarkable to you? Can you tell me that joke again? Because I didn't find the I didn't see the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> what does all this have to do with any of us? No, I'm just making a small conversation. I'm just, I just want you to know about the country that you're heading to. There's all this cataclysm. Why would you head to a country where there's all these problems? Rock slides, earthquakes, deserts coming out of nowhere. How could you not have heard? We all have our problems, old man. I have to agree with him on that one. Uh, I have a lot. I've just been in the woods, so, you know, I don't really know what's going on. He just woke up on the boat. <laughs> what? Well, old man, you can see the gnome is a perceptive one. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Leave me alone! 
<laughs> and then after that, he just kind of sits and eats in silence. <laughs> no, no, he, he, he makes small talk with you about, you know, where you're going and things like that. And then we, and then after that, you know, the rest of the day passes. It's still your first day out and see you've smushed some goblins. You've pinned some goblins up against the wall. Talked with day. an old man. What was the old man's name? Anybody remember? Grayson. Grayson. Oh, good job. You got it. What's up? I was gonna say, um, for the duration of the trip, can I converse with the old man more, like more about the history? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if like that's worthy of like actual conversation or just nah, he fills we'll me just, in on we'll the way. Throw that in okay. into the montage. Yeah. So, okay. You know. And I show him my veal because it's it's been a long time. Full on montage mode, just cruising across the sea. Would you guys pay me a picture? What would you What would you be doing over the course of the? 12 or 13 days that it takes to get from where you were to the city of Valorn. Well, most of my day would be filled with uh, meditating and then training as in just kind of, you know, some, some sort, of, sort of rapier training. Training with who? Just like poking no, the mast or no, just just kind of like going through like, like like yoga, but with right, like air strikes, kind of like practicing my fit, my form and stuff. Making sure that I'm kind of, you know, in ship shape. Gotcha. And, in uh, ship shape? Yeah, in ship shape. Because you're on a ship? Uh, right. Tip top ship shape. Maybe shaping ships, shape. but I'm in ship shape. Ship top. Anyways. So, and then, you know, obviously fishing, because that's uh, something I do. Big into fishing. What would Brimley be doing? Um, Brimley's in a gnome. He's been spending the nights kind of like huddled over his spell book by candlelight, annoying everybody else in the cabin with the candlelight. Because. Sounds, sounds accurate. Yeah. Um, during the day, he's probably going to spend some time with the uh, captain, trying to like, get an idea of like how the ship operates and stuff like that. He just wants to learn things. Okay. Learning about the ship? Learning about the ship. Um, general sailing right. knowledge. Yeah. Now you get, and so, if you're going to be spending time with the captain and following him around, um, you more than maybe the other characters get a feeling. He's not a, he's not a bad guy. Okay. Right? He's just... He's just very casual. He doesn't. He doesn't seem to really worry about things. He's got this uh, this elf gallon Dan who kind of takes care of like a lot of the details in his life. Oh. Um, you don't ever over the course of the time really see him get serious. Um, one last thing. <laughs> What's um, up? Between all that, Brimley's going to spend some time with the uh, the Goliath and try to become like he's trying to get in there because he needs a, he needs a big guy. He's trying to get in there. He's trying to do what? He's trying Whoa. to get in there. No, um, no, he just. This he, podcast is made for a mature audience. If you, if, if whoa, you need, whoa, whoa, if you need some music, man. I got you. No, no, no. But, um, you know, whoa, little man. I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna dance again. And then the record just Guilty cuts. <laughs> Punching him in the face <laughs> oh, yeah. over and over and over again. And with each hit, you just hear him say, wham. <laughs> no, but, um, but, Burley's a small guy. He knows that. He found a big guy. You know, he's going to try to, like... Right. Yeah. Well, so, so, you had mentioned that he spent a lot of time in the woods. Yes. So, he's, he's, you know, he found somebody big, you mean, like, strong? Somebody yeah, strong, he wants to somebody like, that can, um, you know, stay near handle him. in a fight. Take gotcha. the brunt of blows and stuff like that. So, so now that the the situation has been resolved, and Korath knows that like <laughs> that like that Brimley isn't making moves on him. Yeah, he's okay, and like he's 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 a little weary of of tiny tiny people. 
Um, I do do want to be clear. Brimley has a very fluid sexuality. He'll go for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so Korat's defenses are back up. Damn, girl. <laughs> no, but he's not. He's not into Korat. You know, it's, it's not like he just goes for anybody. You just wait. What is he? he is Korat's not good Get enough for you, man? Pick one. <laughs> you just said Korat is now insecure. Sexuality, but that doesn't mean he, he hits on everybody. He meets. Yeah. Um, just, just so we know, how tall about? Is Brimley and how tall is Korath? So Brimley is three foot nine inches. Okay, yeah, he's a tiny guy. You, yeah, <laughs> seven foot ten. Seven foot ten. What does Korath look like? Paint us a picture. <laughs> I, well, luckily I did paint a picture. <laughs> he looks like that. Now, can Holy, you describe it? I know for the audience. Yeah. Holy butts. Now, the audience, the picture is already on Instagram. <laughs> um, it is, actually. but here is the description in words. So, uh, Goliaths are, they're tall people. They are, there is giant in their lineage. Um, and Korath is mostly gray. Most of them have like kind of a lightish gray skin, but they have these, uh, these naturally occurring blue markings all over them. Um, and sometimes it has something to do with, uh, their destiny. Like they, their, their tribal, uh, well, they're the members of their tribe will interpret those markings to be what they're supposed to do. Word. And he's supposed to murder. <laughs> seems to be pretty good. That's amazing. Can, can I just make a reference really and quick? And maps. <laughs> I'm just going to make a quick reference there right now. It's like he was born. It's like Broly being born. It's like, ah, your kid's going to murder everyone. Great job, Dad. What's funny, and if you'll look on our Instagram at the picture, um, I, I asked some of these guys to pick if their character looked like a celebrity. Who would it look like? And what'd you say, Alex? Uh, Mark Strong. And then he showed me the picture like the next day, and I'm like, that's exactly what Mark Strong looks like. So <laughs> check out our Instagram. No offense, Mark Strong. If no, but you like, ever become a listener, because you look really cool in the picture. <laughs> he's 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 a little more plump than Mark Strong. Mark Strong's got like this like thinner thing going on. Again, no offense, Mark Strong. <laughs> um, all right, so yeah, so we got this. So that's what Brimley's doing. He's hanging out with the captain. He's also trying to buddy up to Korath. Yes. All right, so what's Korath doing over the course of these 12 or 13 days or so? Well, Goliaths, uh, have a, they, they constantly need to be challenging themselves. So like Korath's like, like, like doing like, Pulling up the anchor and stuff with his bit with just his, his own strength. And he's, like, he's climbing up stuff. Uh, Good edit. I like that. And he's also, you didn't have to say that. <laughs> this is for mature audiences only. Um, yeah, he's, he's, okay. cli- he's just climbing up stuff and he's like, he's moving barrels around. He doesn't really know why, because they're not, they don't need to be moved yet. <laughs> they're not in port. He's moving barrels around because he has nothing he's else to do. He's the crew of the ship. That's <laughs> what he's doing. Just do all the push-ups in the world. <laughs> so many push-ups, you start pushing this ship into the water. Alright, so what would, um, what would Windar, how would Windar spend his 12 or 13 days um, on the Leaping Wolf? He is pretty much, he's conversing with the old man, trying to pick his brain about just history about different places. Um, just a fun fact about Windar, he, where he was born, um, the location of it, it's like the central, like the most historically rich area because it just, it borders so many different um, 
so many other uh, countries, countries and everything. So his his country is very. Uh, oh my god! I can't even like speak right now. Rich yeah, thank you. <laughs> so he he has a natural um, liking of history. So he's picking the old man's brain about everything, and he's uh, practicing his viol keeping up trying to keep in shape as best he can like you know doing push-ups he seeing uh lorthamar lorthamar like sparring and everything he if he would want to they would practice if he would want him to if not then he'll do his own thing but mainly it's music push-ups history and the occasional pull-ups if there's ropes around sounds very well-rounded <clears throat> yeah so we're having push-up contests. that's why he's a bard He's a well-rounded. He's a. He's your average. Yeah, yeah, your average, average everyday normal guy. Yes, that's a song. That was a reference. My bad. John LaJolie. Yeah, Uh, it's okay. (laughs) I I see. Uh, It's Taco. Because you're right next to me. Um, Guns don't kill people. Uh. (laughs) All right. So I kill people. Uh, basically, so like the the twelfth or the twelfth day, uh, Galandan approaches you as the sun starts to set and says, "All right, we'll be we'll be approaching the city of Valor tomorrow. Um, I'm going to take watch through the night, just in case anything happens. I want you to all get a good night's rest." Um, I'll ring the bell if I need you. We're close enough to the city of Valor. They're there will be no problems. Uh, we'll get there tomorrow. And so he bids you good night. And yeah, so if you use any spells or anything, you, you'd get them back. Because um, at the end of the day. Cool. cool. All right. Excellent. And he goes to bed. Anybody do anything before they go to bed? Um, Korath uh, is going to kind of just do a little bit of, little bit of meditation and prayer before, before bed. About timeless stuff? About timeless stuff, like the ocean, which <laughs> oh. we're riding on right now. Well, that's good. So, I mean, in 12 or 13 days, I mean, he went from being, you know, a little hesitant about the ocean to... Yeah. You know, that's, that's good. We call that personal growth. He's a mountain He's, he's mountain You know folk. what? He's at level two in terms of getting over fears. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth any experience points. He's not going to He's not gonna go dive in, but you know what? <clears throat> All right, and so... Experience points don't matter. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, you go to bed and the old man goes to bed and Galandan stays up. And that's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so you'll be reaching the city of Alarm tomorrow. Yay. <laughs> and so it's a cruise ship. In your sleep and in your trance, you hear, I guess it starts off as like a rumbling outside of the cabin. And then you very, very uh, clearly hear the sound of metal hitting metal. And you hear somebody scream, and you hear the slicing of something through something else. And so, what would you do? I arm myself, and I sprint out. Same. Grab my maul and my hand axe, and run. Alright, so you all... Uh... You all... <laughs> and I also I said, what would you do? I said, what would you do? <laughs> Staying so, underneath the cabin is what you no, would do. So, Brimley's gonna, like, get up to the door, but he's gonna kind of, like... Stealth it like uh like GTA when you hit the uh the right bumper you get like up against something um what's gonna, a like, bumper kind of lean around the um the door to try to see what's going on but being stealthy about it so you know, I swear if Gallon Dan is dead 
by the moon. I'm gonna cry. I think Gallandale kills someone else. I hope he kills somebody else. Let's put Gallandale on the board. Hey, Gallandale. You think I'd kill Gallandale? <coughs> yeah, after, after I spent $15 on that little piece? <laughs> hey, man. All right, so. Yeah, here, Forge, what's up? They, when you produce spend when you pop out kill. of the door and you even though it's kind of on the other side of the ship uh, and the sort of a mast in the way you'd still kind of see it you're just moving a little bit uh, as soon as you pop out you see that there's uh, one or two soldiers kind of just like outside uh, not soldiers one or two sailors kind of outside just like not really sure what to do uh, just kind of like their hands up you know just like you're like oh oh. You see on up against the wall, up against the siding of the ship, you see Gallandan, uh, his spear on the floor and his arm severed off at the elbow, uh, arm missing uh, with a with a like a scimitar sliced kind of up against it. Um, Goddamn goblins. (laughs) (laughs) And you see across the across the way, you see. Grayson, the old man, uh, lying on the floor with his clothes, like, torn. Not completely off, but just ripped a little bit. And you see a man. You presume it's a man. I guess that's a little sexist. Let's edit that out. You see a person standing over Grayson, who's, like, a tattered mess on the floor. And as you're popping out, you have just enough time to see Gallandan on the side. You have just enough time to see a man wearing uh, all black cloak a mask covering most of their face uh take a sword like you've never seen before it's got sharp on one edge blunt on the other and you you he says out loud he said the light of truth will not be hampered by your darkness and he plunges the sword into grayson and you see the light pass from his eyes As old man Grayson lies dead on the poop deck, our adventurers must decide. Will they try to resolve this peacefully, or will they avenge Grayson? Let's be real, they're gonna murder. A lot. While you're waiting, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at gonnahurtdnd. And feel free to email any comments or questions to thisisgonnahurtinfo at gmail.com.